Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Unprotected Sets captures the energy of a live comedy show and brings it directly to your ears. Part stand-up, part interview. You'll get an inside scoop into the tragically funny lives and minds of rising star comics. Real, raw, and funny. It's Unprotected Sets. Put your hands together for Arlo Warehouser. So well, are you having so much fun? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. I am truly, truly happy. I, uh, I've been updating my gender, uh, <laughs> like not just from core, you know what I mean? Like from way before, like seasonally, I'm very seasonally gendered. Uh, <laughs> also, like I'm, I'm non-binary, uh, and I don't know if you know what that is in, I don't give a shit. Uh, if you don't, <laughs> charge of you. I don't know. You have the internet. Figure it out. Or don't. I'm not. Make good choices. Uh, uh, Basically just means that I've been loosely identifying as a PE teacher. (laughs) Thank you. You get it. Thank you. You see it. You feel it, right? Do you hear it? Johnson, hustle. It's right there. (laughs) It's going pretty good. (laughs) It basically means that just no one's ever happy no matter what bathroom I choose. Uh, Maybe it would be worse if they were happy. He's <laughs> like, hey, hey, no, no, I don't. No one needs enthusiasm. <laughs> I, uh, I do get like yelled at. I call them conversation starters. I get this about three times a day, sir, ma'am, nope, lady, daddy, ah, <laughs> Mister, three. <laughs> <laughs> Coach? Yeah, that's, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> walk that one off. <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> uh, I've been up to, I don't know, kind of a lot. I feel like we're all kind of like, I don't know, like testing theories a little bit, aren't we? Like maybe, maybe willing to give some new things a try that we didn't before. I'd say that just to say this. I used to live in Portland and I got bullied into self-care. <laughs> I didn't want to. My version of self-care is like vodka when the sun's up. Woo! <laughs> but then I live in Portland. You've heard of it. It's a, it's, a, it's a silly place. It's a silly place. It seems fun, doesn't it? Right up until you get like dipped with a crystal and then you're like... <laughs> okay, so I, uh, I have to pay rent in like this realm. You know what I mean? <laughs> My landlord is not historically impressed with like cool rocks, so... <laughs> Seems like a fun place. It's it's very silly. I got bullied into self-care. Like, I got to be friends with, like, bossy witches. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like this is a crowd for that, but I'm just floating it. <laughs> I don't think that you've been subjected to the peer pressure that is a coven. Uh, <laughs> they're very persuasive. <laughs> 
And they're like, go hike. Fuck you. I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm butch in a way. Like, it looks like I want to go camping all the time. I don't. I do not. <laughs> prissy, prissy butch. <laughs> My folks are both from California. They kind of got on board with, like, kind of hippie movement to Oregon to, like, they bought a ranch, wanted to grow their own food, and they did. Uh, we got really involved with, like, a Baptist church, like a fundamental cosplaying for Jesus Baptist Church. Our church operated out of a grange, which is basically just a sh shell of a barn, it, with complete with bats and one wood-burning stove. Like, this is like pioneer days type church. It's a very small community. Our church went on the road with our pastor, a bunch of Winnebago's. Um, nah, you did to, road gigs? Yeah, to sell his sermons on VHS. You're never going to guess. It didn't go well. No one bought them. They lost <laughs> all their money. <laughs> they convinced, every, like, all the dads in the church to buy Winnebago's. And then go, we got as far as, like, South Dakota, and my dad's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. This is ridiculous. We got to go and turn back around. Uh, I got tricked into using a neti pot. That's a, that's, okay. Yep, you have too, huh? <laughs> that's a true thing. Uh, if you don't know what a neti pot is, bless your heart. You're doing perfect. You're doing absolutely perfect. <laughs> it's a fake thing. It's a make them up thing. You're supposed to like solve allergies by rinsing the inside of your face out. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's real. And if it was... I think I would have been fixed from that one time that I almost drowned at the wave pool. Do you understand? <laughs> no, Natty Pot is just this thing that your hilarious friend pranks you with. Uh, fuck you, Willow. Um, <laughs> what you do is you, you take the tiniest little teapot that you ever did see, uh, and you fill it full of saline and witchcraft, I'm pretty sure. And then what you're supposed to do, it's like two-step process, you're supposed to bend all the way over and then try to forget that Benadryl is a drug that you can buy at any store. Like literally anywhere, gas stations even. You just push that out of your head 100%. And the next part is trickier. The next part is you're supposed to willingly pour liquid into the wrong hole in your face. What? Yeah, I don't think, uh, it's a real test of faith. I don't know if you are like me, but we've spent our whole lives trying to keep stuff out of there. You know what I mean? You're supposed to pour it into your nose. Just let go and let God. It is wild. It is crazy. And then the liquid, get this, is supposed to just like Lord of the Rings its way through your face. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing's ever done that before. <laughs> I got so far as pouring it all the way in that I was like, wait a minute, I'm pretty sure there's a barrier in between there. Isn't there? Otherwise, I could pick my nose the whole way through. Am I crazy? No. <laughs> that was a big mistake. Poured it in, sat bolt upright. Ah, oh, don't do that. <laughs> that's how you can drown to death, team. Heads up. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun story of how I waterboarded my goddamn self. Yeah. <laughs> we all learned I don't stand up to interrogation. Uh. <laughs> I started having problems <laughs> with the indoctrination, with the church teachings way too early on, got at, got kicked out of Sunday school, um, Tower of Babel specifically. My best friend uh, was uh, this, this little girl who was um, adopted from Colombia. And the lesson that I received was that God separated races on purpose and that is how things are. And I lost my mind. That was, I was like, what do you mean? That's my best friend. And they're like, this isn't what we're talking about. Uh, the other time it came up really early on was I was obsessed with Andre the Giant. So Andre, Giant, in my head, David, Goliath, same dude. And you're trying to tell me that a rock took him down? I've seen Andre take tables. Like, like that's not real. So I doubted it because of 
wrestling, which seems backwards. But I was like, no, I know what he can take. <laughs> There's no way a rock brought that down. They're like, out of Sunday school again. You can't be questioning stuff. Hey, how'd it do, y'all? I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and Western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I've mostly just been uh, looking up COVID symptoms. I don't know. <laughs> and then just being like, yeah, and I thought I was feeling that. I did. I did think I was... Feeling that I found I found a test I want to I want to pass on to you because it's been it's been very useful uh, for me and that is if you get in your head about it because I know we all do a little bit right even if we're like feeling pretty confident that we've been safe we've been fine but you know you get in your head and you're like I don't know that might have been a tickle this might be it <laughs> here's what you do look at a picture of a pug <laughs> and if you immediately feel better you're fine get out of here stop it. <laughs> magic for oh they're so good this is like a fun little inside brain hack you can just look at a picture of a pug and feel immediately better <laughs> You're like jesus christ you are pretty fucked up yeah <laughs> i am fine <laughs> what was i on about look at you <laughs> i love pugs they're my favorite like genre of dog you know what i mean <laughs> spectacular uh heads up though if you think about pugs for like like too long, ah. <laughs> you will get sad again. <laughs> so heads up. Yeah, because you'll remember eventually that like we made those. You know what I mean? We did that. Team nuts on us. We should be in prison. Maybe I don't know. It's wolves. <laughs> you know that, right? We started with a wolf, and then some entrepreneurial asshole saw a wolf and was like, yeah, "I hate everything about that." <laughs> I'm going to see if I can make a potato today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to screw that thing all the way up. Absolutely. <gasps> I'm going to make a little tuba stupid. That's what I want. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of wolves, I'll, uh, I'll tell you my, uh, I don't know, origins story. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> Is that good? Thank you. I, uh, that was very sweet of you. Thank you. I, I got raised out in the woods. Very fun as a kid. I also got uh, raised in a single-parent home. I got the dad. Oh my God, I can't oh, recommend that enough. It is a hoot, team. It is so much fun. Are you kidding? Just a loose dad? Oh boy, it is a ton of fun. It's like a, having a parent, right? But like no supervision <laughs> whatsoever. He built an Ewok tree fort for us in the backyard and then fed us like jerky for dinner. <laughs> and he was like, gotta go to work. Have fun out there, team. <laughs> It's pretty fun. There was a period of my childhood when I felt like a little bit like jealous, I guess, of other kids. I realized I was having a very different childhood <laughs> than a lot of the kids that I grew up with. Like, I don't know what you guys got. Like notes in your lunches? All right. Or like lunches or whatever. All right. Or hugs? I'm fine. Uh, I turned out great. <laughs> or tampon instructions? It's fine. I figured it out. Uh, <laughs> what I did get, I think, is... Absolutely the best thing that my dad could have possibly done. What He did what I like to think of is employ some very creative parenting solutions. And that was perusing a newspaper. <laughs> and he stumbled across an ad that read, uh, wolf puppies? 
<laughs> on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a dad, you know, it's illegal to pass up a deal. Uh, so he, he got after that immediately. <laughs> and he bought a pack. Yeah. <laughs> to raise us. <laughs> I got raised by wolves. You guys, I win. I win. I win. <laughs> when I was six, we were in a car accident, my little sister and I, with my mom. A trucker had broken down but hadn't set up any flares. And so when we came around the corner, there was just no stopping. So we just barreled right into him uh, and the whole front of the van. And then I woke up. I remember being in the hospital and being pissed that they were cutting open my shirt. And I was like, no, I like this shirt. Like I didn't, <laughs> like he's six, you're not getting sure. the big no, picture. No. Yeah. And then on top of that, nobody wanted to tell the six and three-year-old their mom had died. So we didn't know for a couple days. Days? Yeah. People in the church don't want to lay on a kid the reality of mortality. And it kind of messes up your like ability to process death. You know what I mean? And it instilled this like, not quite like OCD, but definitely obsessive to an extent, want for uh, perfection. Absolute A's across the board. Constantly trying to like take care of my sister as well and always have eyes on her. And then on top of that, there's this other element that if you're good enough, pure enough, love Christ enough, that you'll get to see your mom. You'll get to, you know, join your mom, have it on high. You learn a lot. I will say this. You learn a lot from wolves and you learn fucking quickly. Do you understand? <laughs> like so fast. Like, like if you like manage to like annoy a wolf, uh, rule number one is like, don't run. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they will chase you and catch you. <laughs> They're super good at it. They are built. <laughs> yeah, from basically that. <laughs> for catching squishy kids. <laughs> also, another thing they don't really, I feel like, touch on enough in the wolf documentaries is that uh, they don't bark. Do you know that? They can. They just mm, fucking don't need to. Do you understand? <laughs> They're far more like effective communicators than that. Turns out a wolf can just show up. Are you kidding? You're like message receiving the fuck out of here. <laughs> Incredible communicators. They can bark. We had three wolves. Well, we had five all together. That's another. Uh, <laughs> we had three wolves, and uh, I only heard one of them bark one time, and that was because my dad brought over his uh, his hunting buddy, and his hunting buddy had a Rottweiler, and the hunting buddy forgot <laughs> that we had wolves, just wolves. Like, everyone knew it. <laughs> country but still everyone knew that we had wolves you understand like my teachers knew they brought it up sometimes they're like yeah that's our warehouser kid they got wolves <laughs> they don't have to turn in their homework <laughs> like our neighbor used to have sheep do you understand <laughs> people knew what was going on at our house <laughs> the hunting buddy brought over his rottweiler left it outside in the truck and the wolves just started circling it like a shark. They didn't kill him. Calm down. <laughs> the wolves started circling it like a shark. And I, I don't know if you've ever heard a Rottweiler just pitch an entire fit and lose his ever-living mind, but I did. That Rottweiler was just like, hey, 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 there's wolves out here. I don't know you know that, but could I be an inside dog? Please come get me. And one wolf just let off one big wolf. And then I heard a Rottweiler say, oh, I've been meaning to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, I don't really want to make eye contact right this second. No, I don't, actually. No, I'm peeing. But yeah, I, I want to be, so that's fine. 
I also realized that like I had very different chores than like the kids I grew up with. Like one of my chores in the morning was to gather up the wolves. <laughs> First of all, what a task. Uh, I was just busy being seven. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole time. And uh, my job was to g- gather up the wolves with the garden hose and then to spray off their, um, their like blood beard. <laughs> it's just a beard of blood. It's right in the title. You get it. You got it. You're very, you're very smart. <laughs> and it was just the leftovers from hunting Bambi's friends for, uh, for breakfast. <laughs> and I had to get that all the way off uh, because the wolves would follow us down to the bus stop every morning. And if I didn't get off all the blood and guts, all the kids on the bus would see the wolves and cry. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you were responsible for the emotional <laughs> well-being <laughs> of the only 30 kids you knew, but ah, it's a pretty fun tour. <laughs> My sister and I are always super, super, super close. Uh, fought ferociously because we loved each other tremendously. She lived in Oregon. I was living in San Francisco. I got a call from her friend and knew something was wrong and immediately at such a core base lizard brain level. It was the day before her birthday and uh, she took her own life on our mom's birthday the day before she turned uh, 27. And I lost my fucking mind. I went into just uh, like, I don't know, like I lost, I lost it. I started to see a grief therapist, um, started to unpack what the trauma, not just for my little sister's death, but for my mom's. And that shit just gets compounded in there. And I would just spend a, an hour, like at first, like I think twice or three times a week. And it was the only thing that I could do is go and cry in front of this very nice lady. Um, but she enjoyed my stories and she made sure that I knew that and also was being heard as well. And she would be laughing a little bit. I'd be absolutely weep crying, but a little bit entertaining. And she's the one that suggested that I got into stand-up comedy she says to me <laughs> a grief therapist yeah. tells you have you ever thought about stand-up comedy <gasps> what <laughs> why 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 and she's like i've been thinking about it and i think you'd be really good at it i think it might be something good or helpful for you to get into and i was like it's pretty fucking rude i think of you <laughs> hey how to do y'all i'm uncle drank star of the ballad of uncle drank It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and Western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Being raised by wolves, I think, makes makes me seem... Fucking cool. Uh, (laughs) I would say uh, I'm not brave. Definitely not brave. I know this because I've seen a scary movie and it fucking worked on me. You know what I mean? And then never again. Have you fallen for true crime? Have you been tricked into watching true crime? Yeah, I hate it more than anything. Okay, yeah. And probably a straight lady. Sorry. I just, it's demographics alone. That's how I got tricked into watching it is because I got straight lady friends. Not to brag. Just kind of to brag. 
like obsessed with it. Every straight lady friend that I know is like, I don't want to watch this in true crime. Sis, why? <laughs> like, it doesn't go good for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're the star of every episode, but oh boy. I think that we could cut down on like a lot of investigation time and true crime if we just all agreed to make sheds see through. <laughs> like, all of them, probably, right? Why do you keep your lawnmower so secret, Dale? Hmm? <laughs> is there a lady in there? Maybe. Not brave. I felt like I was brave one time. When I turned 18, I went skydiving. Has anyone been skydiving? Make some noise. Give us a clap. Very brave. Very brave. Cavalier man. Yes. I love this about you. For those that don't know, there is a ton they don't tell you. <laughs> First thing that you should know is that you get issued a man. <laughs> a much older, just tax-paying man. <laughs> And then he straps himself to the back of your body. <laughs> and you're just like 18, queer as Christmas, being like, is this part of it? <laughs> it is. It's a big part, and I want you to be prepared. <laughs> if you do go. Yeah, you wear him like a backpack for like a while, <laughs> for a lot of the day. You don't switch or nothing. He's Big Spoon the whole time. It's... <laughs> kind of a lot to get used to. You know what I mean? <laughs> the other thing that you should know about skydiving day is that you're so nervous, you kind of can't control the fact that you're like farting. I'm sorry. You're tooting up a storm. You're so scared. And with Chad or whatever back there, we're going to call him that because that seems easy. You're basically just farting into a man's lap. <laughs> Do you understand? He knows it. It's stinky. It's warm. He's acutely aware. You paid a lot of money for this. That makes it weirder. <laughs> for sure. I was in high school, and I was like, I'm bi. You live with this constant, like, fear and frustration that you're going to get outed, that you're going to get screamed out of the locker room, that you're going to get absolutely bullied or get your, the shit kicked out of you as well at all times for being this. And then it started to get... Uh, I don't know, a lot more fun to be a person. Like, it started to melt away. I started smoking weed. Uh, all the band kids are stoners, and all the theater kids are the horniest children you've ever... Oh, it's disgusting. Everybody disgusting. is sad. Disgusting. Absolutely. These are universal truths. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had the distinct pleasure of, like, pissing <laughs> into the wind. <laughs> but spit... <laughs> works much on the same physics. Do you understand? So the first thing that we did uh, was jump out of an airplane, and then I turned around and just coded him, team, by accident. Oopsie doodle. Didn't mean to, by any, by any means whatsoever. Just spit in the whole man's face. I'd been farting to his lap for about 30 minutes, and I spit all over him. It was <laughs> not a great start. <laughs> and then I immediately also forgot all the safety instructions that we learned on the ground, which is hilarious because it's a seven-second... All right, when you jump out, make like a flying squirrel, get up there. <laughs> That's it. And I forgot, because I didn't want to be a flying squirrel. <laughs> I was falling to the ground like an acorn. Do you understand? <laughs> I was fetal, fully tucked in. I don't want to give my arms up. They're like, put your arms up like you don't care when you get up there. But I did. I cared a lot. <laughs> I cared more than ever. <laughs> And Stinky Chad's like bapping me on the back and he's like, put your arms out. And I'm like, no, thank you. I don't, I don't really want to. Right now. But he hit me pretty hard. And I was like, okay, point taken. <laughs> so I threw my arms out like I didn't care. Oh, God. But I did. And my shirt came up immediately all the way to my tits. Ah! Okay. <laughs> and this is the part where I need to inform you that um, not only do you fall to the ground with a whole man, but there's another person that exits the vehicle or whatever with you. <laughs> and that's 
the cinematographer. <laughs> yeah, it's just a nice lady with a VHS camcorder duct tape to her helmet. A lady, I will remind you, that I wanted to be strapped to in the first place. <laughs> but here we are. And what should be like seven seconds of like very embarrassing footage of my belly, you know what I mean? <laughs> is now slowed down. Because <laughs> this is where they chose to get cinematic. <laughs> to like a minute and a half of just zoomed in footage of just my belly rippling violently <laughs> in the wind. Set to Tom Petty's Free Fallin'. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, get, uh, you get a little closer to the ground. You start realizing that those like dirty, dirty sheep are getting bigger. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest, it feels like you're coming in faster than you should be. Why? Because we were. We were coming in a lot faster than we should have been. And I also know that because Stinky Chad piped up and was like, hey, we're coming in way faster than we should be. <laughs> so he tells me I need you to anticipate the landing. We didn't cover this in the seven seconds of safety precautions that we did on the goddamn ground. Do you understand? We didn't cover how we do anticipate the landing. What I do in the video, I think, is hilarious because what I do is strike a Spider-Man pose. <laughs> what was my plan? <laughs> Just like grip the earth as it goes by? No. He's like, no, like pump your legs. We're going to be coming in at a run. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to tell you this, buddy. I am not much of a jogger. You know what I mean? More of a theater kid myself. You don't give a shit. No, I hear it. That's fine. Yep, 100% hear it. He's like, pump your legs. We're going to run. You're, you're going to run. Probably more than this side of the harness. You know what I mean? Be more running, less running. You get that? And he's like, pump your legs. <laughs> and what's happened, I will remind you, is that I'm dead from the waist down and I have no idea. All the blood and holy fluids have been cut off in the sky, way up there. <laughs> and so what happens on the tape is hilarious <laughs> because you can see the top half of my body fully committing to a goddamn run. <laughs> and the bottom half of my body is just loose, flapping in the wind. <laughs> The legs are just out here, kicking his butt from the back. Do you understand? And he thinks I'm fucking with him. And I get it because I farted in his lap and I spit all over his face. And now I'm like, fuck you, buddy. So he gets pissed and I get it. Like, I understand. So what he does is take the entire landing for both of us out and around my body. Meanwhile, my legs are just dragging through a dirt field. We didn't even come to a whole stop before he just unhooked me and sent me to the ground. It was like, find your own way back. <laughs> Thank you so much. Evan Arlo, Warehouser, you all have been fantastic. I love you. I appreciate you. Good night. What is it that you miss about your sister the most? Uh, the um, fights that would turn into the funniest shit I've ever heard. I, she's absolutely the funniest person that I've ever met in my life. Uh, the phone calls when she, she revealed to me that she learned that day that when you go to get your tires rotated, they don't just spin them backwards, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we used to watch the dog shows together, like the AKC dog shows, and she tells me, you know who looks good this year? You know who looks good this year? What is that, the, uh, the, the, douche, the douche hound? How do you say that? Are you saying dachshund? <laughs> No, I think it's a douche hound. No, it's not. That's a dachshund. She swore up and down for like two days that it was called a douche hound. And then we laughed about that for forever. The, in, the inside jokes and absolutely the fights. I miss the fights too. Yeah.
Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.